Hello and good morning. Happy Mother's Day again. We are uh, bringing you a special Mother's Day message uh, for that that we are titling uh, The Power of Pink. And so I'm wearing my fancy pink shirt today uh, to support all the ladies out there. And also to support all the ladies, I figured out I needed to recruit some help to get a woman's uh, perspective. So I want to go ahead and invite my amazing, beautiful, uh, pregnant wife, Pastor Jessica Westbrook. Give her a hand if you want. She looks beautiful today. Happy Mother's Day, babe. Hello. Is it working? Good morning. Hi. <laughs> oh, so we figured we needed uh, some help uh, and some, some, some you definitely perspective. definitely need help. Yes, I need sure. some help. She's my helper <laughs> in Jesus' name. So uh, what we are titling this message, The Power of Pink. And so do you know there's pink power? If you're a woman, go ahead and say pink power. Pink power. Uh, y'all are special. Y'all are invaluable. Y'all play a special role that only you get to play in the in the definition of what a family is and what it looks like uh, and the gifts and talents that you have. And so that's what we want to do today. We want to we not just honor God, but we want to we honor uh, all the women, all the mothers uh, watching who, who gave us life. How does a, a mom become a mother? She has to physically birth new life, right? And so we want to honor them for, for, for that sacrifice, for bringing us into the world. If, if we didn't have moms, none of us would be here. <laughs> And so I'm very thankful. (laughs) Thank you, Mom. (laughs) I'm very thankful, and I wanted to give a special shout-out to my mom. I don't know if she's watching today. She lives all the way up in Michigan, and so I miss her today. I love you, Mom. Uh, I had an amazing mom, and she did such an awesome job of sacrificing uh, so we could have more than and better than on raising me uh, the best way that she knew how. And so I'm a lot like her in a lot of ways, and so I'm thankful that I had one mom and the mom that I had. Amen. If y'all got your Bibles, go ahead uh, and, and, and uh, turn into them. Uh, Psalms 139, uh, verse 13 through 18. Uh, we're going to go ahead and read uh, God's Word this morning. And really, the scripture, the foundational scripture that we're going to use for this, uh, this message, the power of pink, comes out of Psalms 139, 13 through 18. And so it says, You made all the delicate uh, inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Somebody say mother's womb. Mother's womb. Mother's womb on Mother's Day. <laughs> Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me? Oh God, they cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. Y'all, isn't the craftsmanship of God amazing? Uh, that's actually an understatement. It is, it is far greater than we can even see, grasp, or comprehend the craftsmanship of God. I love the psalmist David. He says, your precious thoughts about me that uh, can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand on earth. Think about that. Are there precious thoughts that he has about you? But really what I want us to grab out of this, his craftsmanship this morning is like nothing else. But he, 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 he knew you before he formed you in your mother's womb as we're talking about Mother's Day today. He, he, he knew you. He gave you a name. He, he gave you gifts and talents. 
And so I want you to know that today, you know, that, that life begins at, at conception, even before conception. We're going to talk about that uh, this morning. But, you know, I can see the amazing uh, gifts and the amazing craftsmanship of God actually in our lives right now. It's kind of crazy that we're doing this message because we are, we are only about six weeks away, seven weeks yep, three, away. Three weeks. So from from having our own baby. And I can literally, uh, God's, he's always changing my heart. But I, I've literally begun to see his craftsmanship and how amazing he is as Jessica is, is, is growing a human inside growing. of her, our, our little baby. And it's so amazing. And God knows him and calls him and we pray over him and declare over him. But, but it, it's God that does that supernatural thing. I want to look at that first point this morning. Uh, and I'm sorry we're coming to you uh, with the cell phone this morning, so we don't have those points for you this morning, but you, sh- you can check it out on our YouVersion app. Uh, but the first point is the gift of life, contra- contraception, uh, pregnancy and birth all come from God. It comes from God. It's a gift from God. Every life matters because every conception is an eternal soul. Uh, conception is not just the work of human intimacy, but it's the result of the blessing of God. Yeah. Now, a baby is a result of, uh, of some intimacy that took place between two people, right? It takes two. But that gift of life is a gift from God. It's a blessing, really. We're going to look at that uh, in Genesis, how God blessed Adam and Eve. But it's, it, it's, it's a life. Amen? And so you, you just, we've got to see and recognize that it, that it is a gift. And what makes a mom a mom, I already said this, but it's the fact that she gets to carry a life. And every life is uh, not just uh, special, it's eternal. Yeah. Every life is, is special. I believe most people would agree with that. See, but a lot of people don't believe that every life is eternal. Because what do we have going on even still today? Abortion all over the world. It's sick, it's crazy that we are still killing babies, partial birth, abortion. That's crazy. It's 2020. <laughs> and we are still killing babies. Those, have, those are eternal souls that God knows by name. Amen. Well, I just want to add something. Even if you, you know, haven't been able to physically give birth, that the Lord birthed adoption in your heart. He birthed foster care in your heart. You are still a mother you still um, get to experience the blessing of God. And so I just want to recognize you as well because it takes a huge heart, a huge heart um, to birth a life, but it also takes a huge heart to adopt a life and to foster a life. And so you are a mom. Happy Mother's Day to you too. If you're a grandmother and you're raising grandkids, happy Mother's Day. I mean, you are doing something so magical and so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Sacrificial. Yeah, sacrificial. That these, those kids that you are adopting, those kids that you are fostering, the, the grandkids that you're raising are blessed because you decided to listen to the heart of God and to step out in faith and say, regardless if I can physically birth a life, I'm going to raise a life and I'm going to love a life, and I'm going to pour into a life, even though it may not have come from my physical body, but they are called, they are anointed, and they are purposed for greatness by Jesus. And so thank you, 
all you moms who have adopted, all you moms who have fostered, all you grandparents who are raising grandkids. I mean, you are amazing, and we just want to say thank you so much. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, And so we're going to read Genesis 127 through 28, and it says, So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and all the animals that scurry along the ground. So when God blessed Adam and Eve, he gave them the ability to reproduce. He he literally blessed them, it says. Be fruitful and multiply. And so our next point that we're going to talk about is the first woman came from man. But ever since then, all mankind has come from woman. It's pretty cool. How incredible is that? That's so awesome to think that God created the first man, but now every woman, boy, and girl, and man comes from us, that we get that privilege of carrying a life. You know, God um, made us from man, but then he flipped the script, you know, and now every man comes from woman. Um, The pleasure and the privilege of now being the one who nurtures and brings forth life is so incredible, and I'm getting to experience that as a new mom. Right now I can say that this has been the greatest experience of my life. I found myself just in awe of who God is, and most days just crying, and it's probably the hormones, but I really think it's just being in awe of who Jesus is that, wow, like you've given me the privilege of birthing a world changer, of, of, of giving another human being life. And so just being in that place of just like the goodness and the faithfulness over this little life inside of me and how incredible being pregnant and being a mom is going to be once he's here because I'm a mom right now, but it's going to be different when he's actually here. Um, and so you were, I just want you to understand, you were intentionally designed by God to birth world changers. You were designed by God. The things that are inside of us are not inside of them. Praise God. (laughs) He said multiple times, I'm glad you're the one with the belly and that's going to give birth. Um, But we are uniquely and fully, I mean, God put everything inside of us to be a mother. Even before we become a mother, um, I've always been the mother of my friend groups. I'm the mama. I get called the mama all the time. And that is in every single woman, the, the desire to be a mom and just that mothering little nature. And sometimes it gets, he's like, stop mothering me. You took my point. I was like, going to use that I'm later. not trying to mother you. So sorry. <laughs> but that's inside of us. And we are uniquely made by God to be that way. And so... You are capable of being a mom, whether that's a stepmom, whether that's a foster mom, whether that's an adoptive mom, whether that is a grandparent mom, whether that is you birthed your own kids, mom. You are fully capable and designed by God specifically for those kids in your life, for those specific kids. You have what what they need. They can't get that from anyone else, regardless if you're their blood mother or you're their adopted mother, you're their stepmother, whatever that is, you are uniquely designed, and God made you that way. That's good. I, I just want to piggyback what she's saying. God designed you to to, to bring life yeah. in this world. That's so amazing. 
I feel like women um, shortchange themselves for that. And, and really, I feel like as a culture right now, a, a lot of women, a lot of, a lot of younger adults, they don't want kids because they, they, they see it as a hindrance. I can't, I'm trying to work up the corporate ladder. And that's the biggest blessing of God that he gives us to, to be fruitful and to multiply and to reproduce your life in someone else. Not just your life, the life of God that he's doing in your life to, to bring that forth through another uh, brand new eternal soul in this place. Amen. That's a good word, babe. Um, the next point we want to give you uh, is mothers. So mothers don't create life, uh, but they carry life. Uh, sustain life and cultivate life in a unique pink way. And so that's what we're talking about, the power of pink. And so, so women are different, and I'm thankful <laughs> that women are different from men. Uh, and so y'all, y'all see uh, the world, uh, if you didn't know this, y'all see the world in a different lens than we as men do. And so we're calling that a pink lens this morning. You see and experience the world around you in a pink, powerful way. And, and men, we see and experience the world around us in a blue way. Come on, somebody. Uh, but we're not, we get our day next month. Uh, so, so, but you know, I just want you to hear me. Different uh, is good. I'm thankful that she's different than me. So it's not wrong. It's not her way is right or wrong compared to my way. It's just different. And that's good. Because she has certain things that she is called and able to do because she is a woman uh, that I can't do. And praise God, she helps me uh, in those areas of my life. I, I have blind spots in my life, so she helps me. Uh, and praise God, I can do that for her. Yeah. Uh, I can do things that she can't do. Uh, and we help each other out, and we, we have a stronger marriage because of that. And when she's the mother or the wife that she's called to be by God, by Jesus, by the Holy Spirit, come on, what can't we do? Yeah. Uh, and when I'm chasing after Jesus like I've never chased him, uh, it makes us stronger. It makes our family stronger. What can't we do? What can't our church do? Amen. So, so y'all, y'all women, take up your, 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 your uh, not just your cross, but your, your pink flags today and say, come on. Come on, let's, let's do this thing. Um, and so, y'all already know this. It takes, coming, going back to that point, it, it takes two to create life. Uh, but only one gets to carry that life to term. Gets to carry that life to be born into this world. And that's what makes women so special and so different and so invaluable. Because without them, we can't bring new life into this world. And so women, y'all have uh, unique gifts, unique talents, unique perspective. Like I'm saying, you see an experienced world with a pink lens, with pink glasses. Uh, and especially when it comes to motherhood, y'all have a special, y'all already have the gift of love inside of you that is different than men. Y'all are just created and designed to love. Uh, and, and men, we, we're created a little different. We struggle with love at times. Uh, and, but I just want to um, even just share from our personal life. I've already seen how God is using Jessica uh, with her unique gifts, talents, and perspectives as a mother before Xander's even born. It's like she's just like picking up on so many other things that are just, I'm not even thinking about. Like I'm just thinking about Xander's going to be the little man. He's going to love Jesus. Uh, he's going to like all the cool boy stuff. And I'm going to try my best. And she's, and she's thinking about all these other amazing. And I'm so thankful that she's doing those things. Uh, because she's helping me. She's helping us be stronger. She's being that mother that she can only be called as ingrained inside of her that God has done in her to bring that forth. 
And so I'm so thankful, and I'm already seeing her step into those things, which is amazing. Only y'all women can do that. And so before we get into that next point, uh, as we're celebrating Mother's Day and mothers, we're going to be calling y'all pinks for the rest of the day uh, through each of these points. So y'all are pinks. Amen. So let's look at that next point. (laughs) I like pink. Any color pink. All the pink. All right. So our next point is pinks walk different because they have an internal rhythm to nest and nurture. So men work to provide a place, but it's women who turn the place into a home. And I would think uh, Ian is right because I'm like, all this stuff has got to be cleaned out and we've got to get rid of all our junk and do all the things. Like apparently that's the nesting phase I'm in right now. And so I want to clean everything and declutter everything. And he's like, it's fine. You know, it's fine. We can just leave that or whatever. (laughs) Um, But we as women, as moms, have this special ability to take things and make them special. Um, We nest and nurture in a way men can't. And that's what makes us irreplaceable in the family. We nest by making sure everything is in its place and looks and feels comfy to each member of our family. And I think um, our nursery has been like the big, I'm like, everything's got to be perfect for him, even though I have no idea what his personality is going to be like or, or what he's going li- to be, you know, be like. But um, I've probably been stressing over that nursery more than anything because I want it to be perfect. I want him to feel comfortable. I want him to feel like it's his place. Um, And that's part of us as women is we nest and we nurture. So we nurture by tending to the emotional and spiritual needs of our family. We as women have the ability to create within our children and our husbands the drive, the creativity, the adventure, the self-confidence we are able to deposit a deep seed of Christ in them, even within the womb, even through foster care, even through adoption. You have the ability to deposit a deep seed of who Christ has called them to be. Um, and we have the ability to do that for each member of our family in a different way because each member needs a different part of us. Their personalities are different, and so we give something different to each person. Ends different than me, and he's going to be different than Xander, and so he needs different parts of me, but I still get to deposit that inside of him, and then Xander's going to need different parts of me to deposit that inside of him, and so we have that ability to um, give to each member of our family in a different way, Um, and I think that's so incredible that God made us that way, that we are just like, I know exactly what you need right now, so here's this word, or, or here's this little gift or here's you know what I'm saying like we have that ability to do that and as moms we have the ability to nest and nurture each member according like I said to their specific need and I think that is so cool um I can remember growing up and my mom you know uh I was kind of the wild child (laughs) I guess you could say and uh she would she would give me different parts of her because my personality was different, and then then she would give my sister, then she would give my brother. They parented us the same, but their tactic and how they approached us or how they corrected us or how they loved us or how they spurred us on and inspired us were different because our personalities were different. And that is such an awesome part um, about being a woman is that pinks, we walk different because we have an internal rhythm to nest and nurture each part of our family in such a unique, different way that it, it, it literally is just, it, 
it blows my mind that we can give all these different little pieces of ourselves away um, for each member because we just instinctively know what they need at the right time. Um, and I think that's just so beautiful. And that's a good word too. You know, uh, we haven't had our first baby quite yet. We're getting close. But everyone that has multiple children will tell you it's so amazing how uh, each child is from the same two people, but they're all so different. <laughs> and yeah. so you have to you have to mother them and, and, and parent them the same. But for each individual child, based on what each individual child's going through, you have to you have to speak their language uh, and meet them at, at their needs and, and parent them in a certain way individually. Um, and I just want to go back to what she's saying. There's a really good point uh, from that point that I want you to get. And I feel like the, the Holy Spirit just really kind of impressed this on me. You know, men, men and women are different, which is what we're talking about. Um, we're celebrating our women today. but So men work to provide a place, uh, but women, they nest and nurture. And so this is kind of what we were going through with the nursery. Uh, see, the women, they want to nest and nurture, but see, it's ingrained in me that Men, we're going to provide a place, whether it's we're going to provide a home, we're going to provide a workplace, we're going to provide all the things that we need so, so, the, so the wives, so the women can nest and nurture and make that thing a home. Uh, and maybe she was stressing out a little bit about, we need to get this done. And I was confident and bold that it was going to get done on time just the way it was supposed to. Fun. See, because you can't nest and nurture if you don't provide. Right. The provision has yeah. to come first. Yeah. And so sometimes... Uh, we can outkick our coverage, so to speak, and we, we get ahead in our minds. And, you know, she's going through a lot, being pregnant and the, all sorts of emotions. She's like, oh, seeing all the things that aren't getting done. And sometimes I got to reel her in and say, hey, it's going to work. It's going to be perfect. It's going to be just the way we want it. We finished it last night, actually. Woo, praise it, Jesus. It looks so amazing. We both wanted to sleep on the floor in there. We did. I was like, can I crawl in the crib? I think I fit. <laughs> it just smells new in there. We done some painting and some smells all cozy. sorts of stuff and new furniture and it's I said, man, I wish this was my first room as a baby. Xander's going to have all the stuff. So, but uh, it's just amazing how we had the same vision, the same goal of creating an amazing nursery for baby Z. But we just come at it from different ways. Yeah. I have to provide and do the planning so that she can then come alongside and do the nesting and the nurturing. And then because that's what y'all are called to do. Let's look at that next point. So we're talking about pinks. Pinks talk different. Somebody say talk. Talk. Different because they confront to connect because they care. So man, I'm going to talk to you a second. All y'all men out there know that your wives and your moms can talk to you and get away with certain things that no other woman could get away with saying to you. Because women, mothers... Uh, they, 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 they confront to connect, not to, to disrespect. They confront because they care. And so, so man, I want, want you to hear me and recognize this today, that uh, when you feel like your wife uh, or your mom maybe be griping on you or nagging you, I might have thought um, Miss Jessica was getting on me a little bit about the nursery. But she was doing that not to create tension or discourse or division. She was doing that because she not, doesn't care about me and the plan and the vision, but because she cares about Xander and his room and all the things that we're trying to do. And so they can say things and get away with things that only they can, uh, that we want to take from other people. And that's because we love and care about them. But uh, we have to see and recognize that they're doing that because they love us, that they care about us. They're not, they're not doing that just to be ugly. 
or, 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 or just saying those things to be hurtful. Um, women, I want you to hear me for a second. And Jessica already kind of stole this point, this thunder Sorry. from me a little bit. Because Jessica is a mother. She, was, she has a mother's spirit about her. All, everybody who knows her will tell you that. That's a great, amazing gift. Uh, but once, uh, well, kind of halfway through our dating cycle, dating period, she begun, began to do this a little bit. One day she was just kind of getting on to me a little bit. And I was feeling a little disrespected. But the Holy Spirit just, just say something. And so I said, babe, I said, I love you. Uh, but I, I want you, I, I, this might have been after we married. I said, I married you because I, I need a wife. I, I, I didn't marry you because I need another mom. And so I just want to encourage you ladies, um, wives out there, when you're speaking to your husband, uh, speak to them as your wife. They, we don't need another mom. And I think some of the guys might understand what I'm saying. And I don't mean that ugly. Uh, but just, just, just confront us because you care, but don't just get on to us. Uh, we need to be spurred along, but just see and recognize that, that something greater and bigger can happen if we both recognize our sides of the aisle, so to speak. Does that make sense? Amen. And, and so I just want to encourage you uh, with that. So we have to understand that, that women that pinks don't confront to control. They confront because they deeply care. Okay. And, and women, they are just natural at loving. Men are more natural at sacrifice uh, and respect. And so women speak a language of love and men speak a language of respect, and when a man feels disrespected, he's less likely to love, and when a woman feels less love, she's less likely to respect. Does that make sense? And so, uh, women, hear me. If you want your man to, 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 to love you, do you feel loved? Then give him some respect. And men, you need to give her love if you need some more respect in your life. And when we do those two things, it's a cycle of life. That is going to not just help your marriage, but help your family. Amen? So, so let's try and step in, in, into those things and try and do those things as we leave today. And so um, th that's really what I want us to pick up from this today, is that we can move forward and step into these things. Yeah, so I think, like, one thing Ann's talking about is, like, my mama tone. And so there, we, as women, do, um, we confront to connect but most of the time when men feel disrespected it's because of our tone of our voice um even though like I'm coming to him and I'm I'm telling him all these things that I'm thinking about like oh we we need to do this and we need to do this and he's like eh. it's because my tone feels disrespectful um to him and so it's not what we're saying yes. it's how we're saying it and so if we would just recognize as women and as as wives that hey I I want to I'm I do want to connect with him and I connect with him by confronting what's going on in my our life what's um what issues I'm feeling or that maybe he hurt my feelings that I can tell him all those things but I have to be aware of the tone of voice that I use um and how I portray how I'm feeling because I don't want him to feel attacked or like I'm I'm being disrespectful who are attacking his manhood, um, but I want him to know how I feel. And so a great thing that we have learned is um, when my feelings do get hurt, I don't say, you hurt my feelings, or you did this. I say, babe, hey, the way you said that kind of hurt my feelings. Like, 
I'm, I know you probably didn't mean it that way, but that's how it came across to me. And he does the same thing for me. And that's really, um, really helped us, I feel like, in our marriage and just being aware that, you know, I'm not going to accuse him, accuse him, accuse him that he meant to say it that way. But I'm going to say, hey, babe, like that kind of hurt my feelings, you know, like I know you probably didn't mean it that way. But that's how it came across. And he does the same thing for me um, because I, I'm a little more feisty than he is. Um, and so that that's something that really has worked for us. And so we as women have to realize because when we confront them, we have to be aware of our tone um, and just showing them respect. They they want to know about your feelings. They want to know what's going on. They, they want to know. They want to know all of that. But most of the time when we get that block it's because we're coming at them with a mama tone or a disrespectful tone. And if we would just change that, they would be more receptive to hearing what we're saying. And, you know, another thing that I think is really important is we give them respect regardless of how they respond. And, you know, sometimes if you're, if you're in a godly marriage, you're going to have days where he's not going to respond right, but he, you are still called to give him respect regardless of how he acts, regardless of how he responds. That is our call as wives um, and as mothers that we give respect, regardless of how they respond. And, and as we learn to keep giving respect and keep giving respect, then they feel respected. And so now they want to give love all the time. And we've seen, we've seen that as we were in our first year of marriage, like working through Learn how to communicate and like live with someone who you've never lived with. It. I've never lived with anyone but my parents. Like learning how to communicate in that way that I have to show him respect regardless of how I feel and regardless of how he responds. So that's good. Yeah, because most men are the same. As soon as, as soon as we feel that mother tone or feeling that disrespect, we have a tendency to shut down, to deflate, so to speak. Uh, and we're bypassing all the information that the women, our wives and mothers are telling us. We just shut down. We check out. Uh, felt disrespected. And then so we go off and we want to be by ourselves to process what's going on. Why do I feel this way? Sometimes we immediately know. And they, what do they do? We chase you down. And that makes it worse. <laughs> but why didn't you love me? And then they get mad. And then it's a cycle. That's a cycle of death. Yeah. And so, so, so women, you got to see and recognize if, they're, if you feel your, your man is, is, is regressing or deflating, it's because you probably disrespected him. He's felt this somewhere along the lines. Uh, and the connection that you want to take place, you're doing this because you want to connect, isn't going to happen until both sides recognize what's going on. Yeah. Uh, maybe I've said something in a hurtful way, a disrespectful way to cause my husband to shut down, deflate, to be mad, to be offended with me. And husbands, maybe we're not doing everything we're called to do which is love them the way what Christ loved the church. Yeah. So it's not all their fault. It's, it, it, we all have a, a role and a part to play, and we're responsible for our response. So as long as you respond or appropriately, men, love your wives. Women, respect your husbands. As Jessica said, no matter what, I promise you in Jesus' name, it'll work for not just your good, but for his good. Yeah. Amen? That's good. Okay, so the next thing we're going to talk about is pinks think different because they see the world through a pink, through pink glasses. So men see through blue, through a blue filter, and women see through a pink filter. And neither of us are wrong, like we've said, but we do think different. And because of that, we have to realize how to communicate to our blue husbands 
um, why we think this way, what made us come to this certain decision about whatever subject we are talking about. And I think, you know, when we realize that he thinks blue and I think pink, and neither are wrong, they're just different. And so learning to communicate to him more in a blue way and him learning to communicate with me more in a pink way. And when we sit down and say, hey, this is why I think this way, um, maybe because something in my past, or when you say that, it triggers something inside of me um, or makes me feel a certain way or whatever it may be, that he actually starts to understand when I try, when I start to communicate and actually um, vocalize in a blue way. Does that make sense? And then when he starts to vocalize in a pink way, I can understand. And us just being aware that he's not wrong, I'm not wrong, we're just different. God made us that way. God made me pink for a reason. God made him blue for a reason. And so now we get to come together and make purple. Right? Isn't it purple? And purple is a sign of royalty. Woo, that's so good. Yeah, go Jesus. Holiness. The sign of Jesus. Jesus wore purple on the cross, and I think that's just such a representation that we think different. God made us that way. But now when we come together in marriage, we make purple, and we represent Christ to the world. And so us understanding that neither of us are wrong, we're just different, that God can now use our differences to further his holy. yeah further his kingdom further the ministry further the gospel but if we're constantly thinking you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong all the time because he's blue we're never going to move forward in our marriage we're never going to move forward in our family we're never going to move forward in our ministry because we always think the other person is wrong but when we come to that 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 uh revelation yeah that's word. <laughs> that revelation of We're not wrong. We're just different. So if we accept each other's differences and allow them to make us better, then now we become purple and Christ can be glorified in our marriage and we can move forward into what God has called us to do as a family um, within our ministry. And that's going to look different for all of you. Um, You know, God has a purpose and a call for each of us, but they all look different. Um, But we but we all become purple once we become unified in our marriage. When my pink comes together with his blue, and now God can be honored and glorified because we accept each other regardless of our differences and allow each other to be themselves and make each other better. Amen. And if we're willing to, to, uh, to stonewall or uh, hold out or resist or, or even... To hurt somebody on purpose for the sake of me being right. To make me feel better. That's not good. That's actually sin. And so if we're stonewalling. We're we're, we're proving a point. We're doing whatever because so and so hurt me. I'm offended and I'm right and they're wrong. uh, And I'm going to prove that I'm right. Well that's that's not right. And and so like she's saying. uh, We definitely... I'm just talking about any other type of relationship, but especially in a marriage relationship, the enemy has come in and divided you in such a way that how can Christ begin to live in a a situation like that where we're stonewalling each other? You may be mad, I'm mad, we're offended, and I'm I'm right and you're wrong uh, just for the sake of me feeling better that I'm right. And so that's not good. Amen? Amen. So 
I'm thankful that she thinks different. I'm thankful that she's pink, and I'm thankful that I'm blue. And this leads us into our, our last and final point. Haley, you can begin to make your way if you want. Uh, so pinks have power. Somebody say power. Power. There we go. Because they are divinely different, praise Jesus. Ladies, don't, don't apologize for who you are. Submit it to God and celebrate your pink power today. You all get a, a whole day, Mother's Day. We get to celebrate you, I hope, and pray that you all get to go celebrate today with your families. Uh, that you have, you have maybe a cookout or, or gifts or whatever you're going to do. Uh, celebrate y'all because you are divinely different than men. You are divinely different. And I'm thankful. And I know all the, the men, the sons, the leaders, uh, fathers, uh, uh, children, uh, leaders. We are so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for my mom. I know that she's so thankful for her mom. We only get one. And so thank you, thank you. We love you for what you do. Y'all are not just important, not just significant. Y'all are invaluable, irreplaceable. You get to play a part as a mother for only your family, for only your kids. You're special. Uh, And so I, I hope you feel special today. I hope we've put together some form of a message to make you feel special today. Amen. I'm going to go ahead. I want to ask you to, we're getting ready to close, to just join me in prayer. Um, Close your eyes and just get to his presence wherever you're at. I want to pray a special blessing over the mothers again. Uh, And I know this is a a special message for mothers today, but I also, I don't ever want to do a message without providing the opportunity for somebody to accept Christ today. So if you're joining us today and you've tuned in and you're hurting, you're broken, you need some Jesus in your life, maybe you've never been saved or born again, I'm going to give you that, that opportunity. Trust me, believe me, here in a moment for you to do that. Um, so I don't ever want to preach a message without giving somebody the opportunity to accept Christ. So but first I want to pray over the mothers. So Father God, Lord, we love you. Uh, God, and we love our mothers. God, we love our women. God, we love these pinks that we're talking about today. All the pinks, pink banners, pink flags flying high this morning, especially through Liberty Church. God, I just pray an empowerment, Father God, a divine empowerment for them, God, to rise up and to step into things that only women can do and accomplish, God. They can accomplish so many things uh, that men can't do. And Lord, I I pray that they see those things and that they they take up those things and that they embrace those things, Father God, and that that they begin to step in doing, doing those things, Father God, for your glory. God, and I pray, God, that as we celebrate our moms today all across the world, especially here in America, God, that those women would feel special, that they would feel loved, they would feel cherished, God, on this special day for them. Hallelujah. If you've already accepted Christ, I want you to begin to pray for the lost right now. If you've, you've been born again and you know Christ is your Savior right now, I want you to begin to stand in the gap for those who are lost. Uh, and if you're watching with us and you, and you know right now that you and God are not good, you and God are not on right terms, maybe you have accepted Christ but you've fallen away, this is still your moment. You can rededicate your life, we call it, and, and come back into his good mercies and his good graces and he'll accept you right where you are, I promise you. And so if that's you and you're watching today, I'm going to lead us in a prayer here in a moment. I want the believers to be praying right now that salvation would take place. Uh, and if that's you right now, this is your moment. I want to lead us in a prayer. I want you to repeat after me, everybody watching. 
uh, and listen. And so it goes like this. Heavenly Father, God, we accept your truth and your Son, who is Jesus Christ. God, we believe in him. We believe that he came uh, and, and died on a cross for my soul, for my salvation. God, and now by faith, I confess that belief. Amen. Holy Spirit, we invite you into our lives, into our hearts to lead us and guide us all the rest of the days of my life. Amen.